0: I'm glad you're here today. Turn with me in the book of Matthew chapter number 11, if you will. For a thought the Lord has laid upon my heart. Let's start in Matthew chapter 11 and verse number 25, if you'll stand for the reading of God's word, if you're able. word said in Matthew 11 and verse number 25, at that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemeth good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. No man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Notice what he said. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Brother Richard Good, do the honor. Amen. There in verse number 25, the Lord Jesus said, I thank thee, O Father. I got to thinking last night and yesterday as we were busy about the Father's work yesterday, singing and taking up money and doing the things that we did yesterday, delivered a few turkeys and things like that. And I was so thankful to be a part of that. And I got to thinking, Lord, how you have blessed me with a congregation of people that's got a heart like I have to help others that are in need, amen. Then I I come to church this morning with that thankful heart of thinking, uh, you know, especially like Brother Richard baked all them cakes uh, and uh, Sister Sam back there, all that she baked and done and and everybody that baked, Joanne, uh, eight or nine, ten, eleven pies, whatever she baked, uh, two pies here and there, cake here and there, and I'm just thankful to have a part of that. Amen. Then my daughter shows up this morning. And she is my adopted daughter. And them's my adopted grandchildren. That's my adopted son-in-law over there. Amen. I'm glad to have all my visitors here this morning. But it's a special blessing to me. And I'm thankful for that. That I can come to the house of God and say thank you Lord. And the Lord Jesus here took time said, I thank you, Father. We ought to take time to be so thankful for the things that God has blessed us with. We walked in here this morning, all but one Brother Randy was rolled in, but he's here. He is able to attend. He had a heart and a desire to be in the house of God this morning, so he gave an extra effort to come. So what are you thankful for this morning, church? Uh, Now let me just go through a few things this morning that I think we ought to be looking at. Turn with me, if you will, in the book of Luke, in chapter number 18, and stay with me if you can. I'll slow down to where you can find it. 18 and verse number 9. Luke 18, verse number 9. And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves. Are you listening? Trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. A Pharisee, they were uh, strict in the word and the publicans were considered sinners. Now the Pharisee in verse 11 stood and prayed thus with himself. Notice that. God, I thank thee that I'm not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. Now he's putting him down right there in the house of God and lifting himself up. Nothing he has said has glorified God. Hello? He said, I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote his breast. Now listen to what's going on. Saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Friends, you need to realize this morning whether you're a sinner or a saint. Amen. He said, I tell you, This man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Are you self-righteous this morning? Are you thankful that you're not like others? Let me say from the pulpit this morning, I'm nothing but a sinner saved by grace. That's all I am is a sinner Saved by grace. I'm no better or no worse than anybody in this building. Saved or lost, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I realize I'm just a dirt bag, amen, because I was made out of the dust of this earth and if it wasn't for the breath of God, I wouldn't be nothing but dust of this earth. So I realized this morning I've sinned and I've come short and I'm thankful I realized that and understand that this morning. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost that brought Holy Ghost conviction on me that I realized I needed God. In John chapter number 11 this morning beginning in verse number 40. John chapter number 11, I tried to line it up where you just flip right on over. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Now stay with me. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee. Uh Uh-oh, here's Jesus thanking the Lord again, that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou heardest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe, and that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. You know what God is trying to do to us this morning? He's trying to open up the tomb that the dead may live again. You are dead in your sins and your trespasses this morning if you're out of the will of God. You're in danger of hell this morning and don't realize it because you're out of the will of God. Here we see that Jesus went to the tomb and we know the story. Everybody probably here knows that story. He'd been dead four days. The Bible said that his sister said, he surely stinketh. But see, there's nothing wrong this morning with the plan of salvation, but it's what our heart would believe. They were looking at a tomb and said he's dead. Jesus was looking at a tomb and said he will live again. The trouble with us this morning, we don't realize that we are going to live again. Stay with me now. You're going to live again in heaven or you're going to live again in hell. And I don't know about you, I don't call living in hell living. Because the Bible said that they'll die and die and never, ever, ever get through dying in a place called hell. But in heaven, they're going to live and live and live forevermore. And friend, let me tell you this morning, I'm thankful that the Holy Ghost of God is here and he spoke to your heart already and you know where you're going to spend eternity. I don't have to tell you that. You know by the way you're living where you're going to spend eternity. I want you to say, see something this morning you may not have seen. It's not what you done yesterday. It's what you're doing today for today is the day of salvation and now is the accepted time how are you living today the Bible is plain it's trying to get us to understand turn on over several more books in the book of Philippians chapter number 1 and let's start reading in verse number 3 Philippians chapter number 1 and verse number 3 he said I thank my God upon every remembrance of you Always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy. Let me stop right there just a moment and say it's a joy for me to bring your name up in prayer. It's a joy for me to think that, that you will get right with God. That brings joy to my heart when I get to think about God. You're dealing with them. You're speaking to them. I want to see them come to know you in the saving grace. Amen. And if they get saved, their mouth will confess it. Their body and their actions will prove that God has moved in. I'm thankful today that I can know, that I know, that I know, that I know my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. (coughs) Stay with me now. If you look here, he said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Say amen. I'm glad God... Has never given up on us. I say it again. I'm glad God has never given up on us. But how many of us have given up on God? We've gone back to our old ways. 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 18 through 22. Said it's better never to have known God. Than known him and turned your back on him. For the latter end is worse than the beginning. Where do you stand this morning? I thank God that I can stand this morning and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ one more time in this side of eternity and say come unto me all you that are heavy laden. I'll give you rest if you need peace this morning. If your joy is not there, let me introduce you to the joy maker. Let me introduce you to the one that loves you. Hey, he died for you that you can live forever more. He just wants you to live. What do you want? We told it this morning in Sunday school and Brother Chris quoted a man saying, there's a place in your heart, there's a hole there that only God will fit in you've tried to put alcohol in it you've tried to put drugs in it you've tried to put sex and rock and roll but there's nothing will fill that place but the love and the mercy and the grace of God you're here this morning and you're thankful that God has got you in the house of God and you can hear the preaching you can hear the singing you can hear testimony and there's a place of prayer that you can come to an altar then you ought to take the opportunity to get Right with God this morning. And never ever look back. Keep going forward, pressing toward the mark of the high calling this morning. What about it, friend? Where do you stand with God this morning? Turn on over a couple books in 1 Thessalonians. Chapter number 2. 1 Thessalonians, chapter number 2. Are you there? Say amen. Verse number thirteen said, For this cause also, thank we God without ceasing, because when ye receive the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men. But as it is, notice this in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believeth. Are you in me? Say amen. For ye brethren because followers of the churches of God which is in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen even as they have of the Jews. What are you suffering from this morning? The love of God has been merciful to you. You woke up this morning. You're here at the house of God. You're clothed in your right mind. You have an opportunity today to make this the best day that's ever been in your life. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm talking about getting right with God. I'm talking about emptying your heart and emptying your soul out to God and say, God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm going to hell if I don't change. And God, I don't want to go to hell. What about it this morning as we look the next book over, 2 Thessalonians chapter number 1. Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What do He say? Grace unto you. We are bound to thank God always for you. Brethren, that is his meat because that your faith groweth exceedingly. And the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. Are you with me? Say amen. The trouble of it this morning church is we don't realize in America how blessed we are. We don't realize because we have so much in America. We have a store on every hand. Let me tell you just a little bit about my mission work in Jamaica. There's not a store on every hand in Jamaica. They call them stores, but the only thing in that store is beer and liquor. That's not a store. You can't buy a baby formula. You can't buy a gallon of milk. You can't buy a can of beans because they don't have it. All they have is red stripe beer, and all they have is liquor, and they call it a little store. It'll just be bamboo poles with a tarp, and they're uh, miles apart. A real store is probably 15 or 20 miles from there, but isn't it funny that the local neighborhoods would rather have beer and liquor than they had a can of beans or a glass of water or a fruit juice or anything. There's not a loaf of bread you can buy in that community. No, friend. Uh, hey, most of them don't have a window to throw a pot out of, left have a pot to throw. Are you blessed in America? Yes, you are. We're here this morning, we're clothed. We've got more clothes. Listen, friend, if you saw how some of them come to church, now listen, I will tell you something. They have respect for the house of God to the point if they don't have shoes on, they'll stand outside the window. I say, why don't you come in? I can't, I don't have shoes. We have a closet full of shoes and we come in barefooted. We have a closet full of clothes and we come in just scarcely clothed. 90% of the island of Jamaica is clothed from what we throw away. They literally have you ever seen it? I'm sure some of you have. These little old containers on the corner donate you clothes. They literally bail them up and just ship them over there. And they cut the strings off the bell and they just go to grabbing. They're in the Riverton district where we just built a church. They get their clothes from what is dumped in the trash dump. That's what Riverton is it's a trash dump. There's 20,000 people living in that trash dump, their houses are made out of skids. Throwed away doors and things like that. The clothes on their back is what they got out of that trash dump. And they got a big pot and they boil them till they get them clean. And they hang it across a piece of barbed wire that's strung around their house to try to keep the thieves out and the hogs from tearing their house down. Are you blessed this morning? Are you thankful that you live in America? Aren't you thankful you got a job and opportunity to work and get an education and do something with your life? When a mama's begging you to put their child in a suitcase and bring it back with you just to get it off that island. We are blessed. We are blessed. We're sitting in a church that's got heating and air conditioning and lights on. I preached in a church over there and that's one reason I laid it on the pulpit. I carry a little flashlight in my pocket because I preached in churches that I didn't even see the people. I had to use a flashlight to read my Bible, but they were sitting there in the dark, wanting the gospel preached to them. They had to walk there, and they had to walk home. Didn't matter if it's raining, didn't matter if it's cold and windy, didn't matter if it's hot, that it'd choke you to death. They wanted to hear the word of God. They wanted to say, I'm thankful that God sent a man to preach the word. Church, are you thankful this morning that the Holy Ghost of God is in the house of God speaking to the people here this morning we need to be saved sanctified people of the Holy Ghost and living for God we ought to be the most thankful people on earth but are you are you truly thankful do you thank God enough to give some tithes and offerings do you thank God enough to give him some time Do you thank God enough that you've got a Bible? Do you know that's one of the number one requested things that I have in Jamaica? Can you get me a Bible? Can you get me a Bible? We handed out 1,000. We shipped, this church and other churches, we shipped 6,000 Bibles at one time over there in a container. And everywhere you go, they say, can you get me a Bible? They got pocket testaments a lot of them because we've handed so many out over the years that a lot of them have pocket testament. But they want a Bible. They want the whole Bible where they can read the word of God. Are you with me this morning? How many Bibles you got at your home that you don't even pick up? You don't even look at? you don't read. When's the last time you visited an altar and knelt down and cried and thank God that you live in America. This country ain't the best that it should be, but thank God it ain't no worse than what it is around here. It could be worse. Amen. Are you with me this morning? I'm glad my father, I said thank you God, you allowed me to wake up this morning. Let me come preach about Jesus and how you get saved and sanctified and feel the Holy Ghost. that you've gone astray you can come back aren't you glad that God's been merciful that he didn't send you to hell when you were out in sin when you were a guilty distance from God aren't you glad that God didn't just say I'm tired of that. I ain't a putting up with that no more. Send him on to hell. But you he had mercy and grace and his arms was outstretched. The nail scarred hand was reaching out for you. His love and pouring out heart was calling out to you. Come unto me all you that are heavy laden. I'll give you the rest the peace, the joy that you're searching for. I'm the peace that's missing. We're searching for it everywhere. But in the house of God, we come and sit on a pew. The Holy Ghost cries out to us. And we walk out the same way we came in. And we wonder why there's an emptiness. You want to know why I was a drunk? I was trying to fill that hole. that's that's why I was a drunk I tried to fill that hole with alcohol I tried to get it out of my mind that it was me needing God are you with me God called me when I was 12 year old at Mount Calvary Free Will Baptist Church I went to an altar and knelt down and I left lost and for 20 years I ran from God are you with me? I poured everything in that hole you could pour into it and nothing would fill it and nothing would satisfy it. Amen. 8th of February 1987 during the hill Freewood Free Will Baptist Church I knelt down the altar and said, God, I'm lost and going to hell. Will you save me? Amen. I've had a peace that passes all understanding ever since. Amen. No, I ain't wanted to go back to alcohol because I found the peace that was missing that brought me joy that brought me love listen I used to be one that hated a lot now I love a lot I love little men like this fella right here I love these children I love them enough I want to tell them the truth don't you? don't you want to live the truth in front of them? do you want your children acting like you? I used to stand with a cigarette in my mouth burning both ends at the same time and point my finger at my boys and say, don't you ever smoke, I'll kill you. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do. Stand there and drink and tell them not to drink. Stand there and smoke, tell them not to smoke. Taking dope, tell them not to take dope and you standing there doing it. They're going to do exactly what they see in you. That's what they're going to end up like. They're just going to be an image of you. Are you thankful? Are you really thankful this morning? Are you truly thankful that this is Thanksgiving week? I thank God for his son Jesus. Who died for me. I took it personally. Have you took it personally this morning? That he died for you. Wouldn't you like to live for him? Listen, friend, I want to tell you something. The Spirit wants to live for Him. This old flesh. Beer never went on sale till I got saved. Hello. Let me say that again. Beer never went on sale till I got saved. Every store I went in had a sign, it seemed like buy one, get one free. Seemed like everybody I ran into had a case of beer in their car, fifth of liquor. Don't you want a drink? Nope. Don't need it no more. I changed fountains. Amen. I got of the spout where the glory runs out. I don't need Mr. Budweiser no more. I don't need George Dickles anymore because I found the missing piece and I have peace in Christ. What about you this morning? What about you? Somebody come get me a song? Everybody stand, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're truly thankful today for the blood of Jesus Christ, and I say truly thankful, you're saved. If you're living right, you're right where you need to be. But if you're backslidden, cold, indifferent on God, this is the day you come back to the altar and say, Lord, I want you. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every Christian praying. That God speak to hearts this morning? aren't you thankful? aren't you so thankful this morning? Aren't you thankful that you can hug your children and hug your spouse? Aren't you thankful you can reach across the aisle this morning and say good morning to somebody? Aren't you thankful God didn't wake you up in hell today? The rich man woke up in hell and said in hell he lifted his eyes. Where will you wake up friend? Some are praying this morning. What about you? What about you? Something in your heart is missing. You not have the joy that you need. There's some are praying what about you today? There's a place up here got your name on it and God's calling to you. Come lay it in the altar this morning. Repent. Get close to God today. Let Him know you're thankful for the blood of Jesus. Let Him know you're thankful that His Son died for you. Let Him know that this morning. Tell Him. Tell Him you love Him. Tell Him you care. Tell Him you care enough. I'm coming and praying. What about you this morning? What about you this morning? What about you? Be serious. Be earnest. They're still coming this morning. Some of you come and pray with these. It's praying already. Come on children. Come on to God this morning. Gather in this altar. Look to the divine this morning to intervene in your life and your heart. Would you come? Come. Would you step out by faith and say, I'm coming, Lord. I'm coming. God, you know the need of every heart that's knelt here this morning. God, help them. Help them surrender all. Help them surrender all, Father. Hold back nothing but give you all. Give you all this morning.